and this is just me, but there's certain things you should not see when your pants are down. <laughs> Rats, snakes, firearms, and other people. You're listening to the Simple Camping Podcast. This is where we'll explore the joys, sorrows, and adventures of camping in the great outdoors through editorials, interviews, and of course, stories. Hey campers, Mark here from OverlandTrailer.com, and this week's podcast is about creepy camping stories. These are the things that really add the excitement to a good camp trip. Not necessarily things that we always enjoy, but they are... Uh, fun stories. So what I did was I reached out to our 58 Club and these are people who follow us in an exclusive way. They also get access to our documentary and a bunch of other stuff for free. And I just said, hey guys, can you share with me some stories of camp trips that you've been on or that you know somebody's been on that where there was some sort of like freaky, scary sort of thing that occurred? None of these are like extraterrestrial or some sort of otherworldly. These are just things that freak people out when they're out on a camping trip. So plus I'll throw in a few of my own creepy camp stories as well. And I can't help but ask you to log on to overlandtrailer.com slash 58 club and join the 58 club where we will be doing more and more of this sort of uh, dialogue back and forth. So I want to apologize for my voice. Last week I was in California and I did like 13 presentations and on the plane back from there, I was sitting across the aisle from some guy who just was miserable. He was so, so sick. And I remember thinking to myself, am I going to get that? And the answer to that is yes. Here we go. Story number one. This is from Susan in Illinois. I went camping with my husband and our two kids. At night, we're sitting at the picnic table playing cards, and beetles of all different kinds kept falling from the trees, flying around us, crawling up the table, etc. They kept getting bigger and more weird-looking. My daughters were freaking out to the point of almost crying, so we decided to get into the tent. When I got in, I turned around and my daughter screamed that I had a beetle on my back. I wasn't freaked, but I told them to brush it off. They wouldn't come near me. When my husband came in, I turned around and asked him to get it off. He screamed and wouldn't get it off of me either. At that point, I knew something totally huge and freaky was crawling on me, so I ripped off my sweatshirt and threw it outside, and I didn't talk to my husband for the rest of the night. <laughs> I, I, I understand that's probably a freaky story, but for the rest of us who weren't there, that's really kind of a funny story. Here's one of my camp stories. I had a uh, rock climbing instructor who told us when we went out to climb in the gorge in Washington State, it's this giant dry riverbed and there's tons of basalt columns to climb on. He said he was sleeping out there one night and he liked to sleep out under the stars. And he went out and laid down, laid down a tarp, laid down his sleeping bag, his pillow, all that sort of thing, and he crawled into his sleeping bag nestled up and in the middle of the night he woke up because there was something moving next to his leg and it was cold so he's like what the heck is that and you know in his like semi-awake state he didn't get alarmed right away he was just like there's a weird thing right there and then it moved and he shot out of his sleeping bag and then dumped his sleeping bag out to find that there was a rattlesnake that had crawled into his sleeping bag to be warm next to him. He said ever since then, he's had a hard time sleeping out under the stars because he never know if something's going to sneak in. And he says if he does, he always 
brings the old mummy bag and just like clamps it down around his face just to make sure that nothing can get into his sleeping bag with him. That made a distinct impression on me. And then the other thing he told us when we were going to go climbing was watch out for the transparent scorpion. They really are. Like they're, they're kind of a golden color, but they're hard to see. And they'll crawl into your shoes or they'll crawl into your sleeping bag or someplace. You don't know they're there until they get you. So we were always dumping things out, constantly dumping things out to get these scorpion out of there. And we very rarely found any, but still, when we did find them, kind of creepy. Story number three. I have this friend named Todd, and he was camping at Glacier National Park in, in the campground. And uh, at the time, you could camp there in, in a tent. It'd be fine. There are certain times of year and certain places in Glacier now where they require you to have something that has hard sides to stay in because of the grizzly bear. But in this moment, he was sleeping, and he had hiked in. Glacier National Park is a very big park for... Uh, backpacking and hiking and mountain biking, that sort of thing. And so uh, he had hiked in probably 10 or 15 miles knowing him. And he had pitched his tent. There was no one else around. It was just him and his his buddy. Uh, I forget his buddy's name, but they, they pitched their tents there and they crawl into bed and fall asleep. Well, in the middle of the night, Todd wakes up and he hears scratch, 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 scratch. Scratch, 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 scratch. And he's like, oh, shoot, there's an animal out there. There's an animal out there. Ah, oh, what do I do? And it's, it sounded like this animal was, like, trying to dig under his tent or something. He couldn't figure it out. And unbeknownst to him, Kevin heard the same thing because this digging, this scratching sound was going on between their two tents. Scratch, 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 scratch. And then they both heard this animal say you don't belong here just whispered you don't belong here this is mine you don't belong here this is mine over and over and over and over again in kind of a raspy quiet voice you don't belong here this is mine you don't belong here this is mine scratch 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 he was petrified absolutely petrified and when he tells this story he says he almost peed his sleeping bag we decided to just close his eyes, ignore it, and hope that it didn't come get him. <laughs> he had visions of zombies and, I mean, you name it, all sorts of stuff. In the morning, they got up and they opened up their tents and they come out and they're like, dude, did you hear? Yeah, I heard that. It was freaking them out. And they looked at the ground around their tents and there were all these little tiny holes about the size of cereal bowls that had been dug out in a pattern roughly six inches apart all the way around their tents and it just completely freaked them out and they broke camp and as they're breaking camp one of their other friends walked up to them and said hey I knew that you guys would be out here because you posted something on Facebook so I thought I'd follow you out and freak you out in the middle of the night and they about clobbered him because they, <laughs> they kind of ruined their night they were just completely freaked out that that would happen to them out there in the woods this is, this is kind of a crazy one. This comes from Florida, from one of the 58 Club. There's apparently a campsite that's near a dump uh, site. So, you know, a city garbage or something like that. This campsite is kind of near there. And the, one of the rangers showed up one day and he said he was planning, and I'll just read this. He was planning on cleaning up the junk and burning some of the reef, refuse in the area. And so we moved. 
so to just be out of the way, they moved to a different part of the campground, and that night they started burning the trash. We woke to hear the sound of scratching outside of our tent, and when we opened our eyes, we found that our tent was covered in hundreds and hundreds of rats from the dump because they started burning and then the rats fled and came to the campground. We shook off as many as we could before climbing out of the tent. The rats had gone, but that was just too much for us. My wife and I got in the car and slept the rest of the night in the car and then drove home the next day. Blah, so gross. That actually reminded me of another story uh, about rats where in the middle of the night, I was on a camping trip and uh, had a friend who was sleeping in the back of his truck and in the middle of the night he heard this scratching sound in his truck and he was like what the heck is that so he gets up it's like two o'clock in the morning he gets up he opens the hood of the truck and there's a whole bunch of beady eyes looking at him from inside the engine compartment of his truck so he grabs a stick and he's trying to drive these rats away but they just kind of turn on him and like I dare you they're gonna make war with him and so he closed the hood of his truck. And this is the part I remember because I was sleeping in a tent probably 40 feet away. All of a sudden his truck starts up and just rips off into the woods. And I couldn't figure out what, what the deal was. So in the morning I asked him, I was like, Carter, what's going on? And he said, oh, there were all these rats in my engine compartment. So I started up the truck and just drove out into the woods until they either fell out and, or got killed by the engine or something. He's like, it just completely freaked me out. Uh, as as you could probably see, that seems reasonable. Later in that same camp trip, he went to the outhouse and he was using the outhouse when he heard something beneath him in the outhouse and there were rats down there too and they were trying to crawl up the sides to get him, which is another one of those just horrifying mental images. And this is just me, but there's certain things you should not see when your pants are down. <laughs> rats snakes, firearms, and other people. I think those are generally the things that I would say when your pants are down, you shouldn't be seeing those other things. All right, here is a story from the 58 Club. She's, this lady, she said she was, she, I, I enjoyed going on solo camping trips. This is the 1990s, and she did the Pacific Crest Trail, which goes all the way from Alaska all the way down to Mexico. And I enjoyed going on solo camp trips for two weeks or so at a time, completely on my own. I would stop and hit a store for a couple of hours before uh, going out to my destination to get supplies. I would see bear and moose and other wildlife, but that's it. It was wonderful. I spent my time reading and just traveling around. During each trip, I would take 10 to 14 disposable film cameras with me. A couple of days after one of my trips, I took the cameras to be developed. When I got the pictures back, I was looking at them when I came to roll six and halfway through roll number six, there was a picture of me asleep on the ground. I never saw another person. I don't know who took that picture, and I've not gone solo camping since, which is just creepy. I'm glad that that's all it was. Creep me out, man. Creep me out. Here's another set of uh, 58 Clubbers on one trip. He was describing actually what he, he and his siblings found in the 1970s. We were hiking down a steep slope when we saw, and this is in Southern uh, California, kind of Southeastern California, so kind of this big high desert area. 
uh, it looked like a tree had grown around the barrel of a gun as we were walking down a steep slope. We realized it was a rifle sticking out from the tree. We went to get a closer look and we found a small cave. Inside, we found a handful of very old personal belongings that made it seem as though the cave had once been inhabited. There were three ancient cans of unopened food, a rusted cast iron pot, an old saddle and bridle set, and an old wool blanket. We unrolled the blanket, and this is where things got really freaky. Inside, we found a shirt with holes and blood stains all crumpled up. My father estimated that the gun we found by the tree must have been from the 1870s, meaning whoever had been shot most likely died in those woods around the same time as the gun was made. That'd be kind of weird. You know, you show up, there's this cool old stuff, and then you open it up and you find like the evidence of an ancient murder. There's some freaky camp stories. If you want to share your freaky camp stories with us, uh, please do. I, I will do another uh, one of these at some point where just things like scare us uh, about a camp trip, which is part of the excitement of a camp trip. So send those to podcast at overlandtrailer.com. Email them to me. I'll be sharing those in, in future episodes. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will catch you in the next one. This episode of the Simple Camping Podcast was brought to you by OverlandTrailer.com. Log on to OverlandTrailer.com to see all episodes of this podcast, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, and all the other places you like to find your podcast.